Hello. Hey. Rosalind Tanner, there she is. I can't. We have to. I just missed that I can't see you. Can you see me? Wait, what do you mean? There's no can, video can you see me? There's no, vi- there's no, there's no video. <laughs> I is... thought maybe there would be video. To the story of two boomers. You may as well be. Encountering the really internet sad. for the first time. Okay. I'll help there's you guys out. There we go. Bring some young blood in here. There we go. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm your spirit guide through this internet journey. I gotta say, Brady, this is the this is our first um, this is our first Twitter space. So you got to be gentle, okay? In fact, I couldn't tell. (laughs) You couldn't tell. Such a hey, go professional. No, exactly. No razzing us. I guess. Um, I I got a facelift for this. I mean, I you, she did start a Twitter account for this, so I think it's actually wow. uh, yeah. I think this is good. This is the beginning of something. I don't know. I'm flattered. <laughs> yeah, Thank for you, you Brady. You should really should be. Exactly. So, so I think that the so first of all, let me just hip you guys to an amazing feature of this, which is I'm pretty sure. Well, hold on, there is there's a soundboard. If you go to the bottom of the app, more things should have this. It's got sound effects you can do. Can you see this? Um, you can make a toilet flushing sound. This is true. This this is UX, dude. This is this yeah. is. UX. Are you are you the only <laughs> I'm adding one adding all of this to the portal? <laughs> you should exactly portal. This is an official portal feature <laughs> request right now. Is make sure there is a to- toilet noise um, that I can <laughs> that I can respond with. You would never get anything portal done. You would just hear that exactly every time you're in portal continuously. It's actually a good idea, I think, to like have um, audio emojis. Like, imagine, like you know, like in, when you're in the the work orbit. I don't know. If it, uh, I don't know if you use or we, in the work orbit, and you're like emojis all over everything. And what if you just went to the message and it was just toilet sounds and uh, cash registers and change <laughs> the game? Have you seen Backwell's fart? I mean, the future is here. It's just not evenly <laughs> distributed yet. That's true. That's true. In classic Urbit, <laughs> it's a fashion. We have one one feet, an app per feature, and it's just making a fart noise. There we go. This is, there you go. <laughs> Next stop, the moon. It just works. It just works. That's all you need. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it just works. Sometimes. Okay. All right. So down to business. I know people. I, from what I've heard, people. Uh, join Twitter Spaces mostly to, to, to get down to business. So we'll, we'll get down to business here. Um, for everybody who's listening, um, I would say if, you, if you're if you interested in talking, if you have questions for Brady um, or, or, I mean, or, or, or Roslet about her new experience of the internet, <laughs> God forbid me, um, just, uh, you know, I don't know, signal with us with an emoji. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I appreciate the chortle. The, um, about you, at your expense. The chortle, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> chortling at me. You're being chortled at, madame. So, Brady, I, you should also know this um, before we get too deep in this. Uh, Roslett and I have the exact same birthday um, uh, down to the day. Like, we're literally born on the same day. So it's sort of like um, you're, you're speaking with uh, the two genders right now. It's like, uh, just so you know. We are as one. I feel. I feel like you should just know that, you know. So we're there, there's that I feel like it's it's fair play to notify uh, the participants about that. Um, okay. 
Okay. Right, let me let me leave and rejoin. My audio is it's, it's that bad, huh? Yeah, <laughs> one second. Okay, I'm gonna do the, the toilet emoji while you're gone. Hold on. All right. There you go. <laughs> Every time someone just bails. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, uh, oh, you, let me show you the way out, and you do the toilet flush. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Brady, are you back? Oh, are you uh, are you with us? Hello. You, Raza, did you know there's also Muzak? This is yes. amazing. I mean, this this is an amazing app. Or this is an amazing feature. I don't think anyone can see these things except you because you're Okay, the well, just imagine you're me. <laughs> well, actually, I actually yeah. can't do it. I think the the unnamed Urbit host, the silent the silent member of the company, uh, can do the Muzak. Maybe if he, uh, maybe he, if he, like hold you yeah, back. it's basically it's, and I think it's like easy listening or um, jazzy. There's a couple of other ones. Hold on. All right, let's see here. Okay, well, since we're waiting for 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 Brady, I'm back. oh, you're back. Okay, you're back. So, so okay. So I could I could hear you unceremoniously flush me okay, out of. <laughs> okay, there we go. All right, so you got the full experience. So, um. I did not go to reassembly this past few, what was it, two, a week ago, last week? Um, I missed it. It seems like everybody else in the Urbitverse uh, descended on Cheyenne, Wyoming um, to hang out. And you gave a presentation there about the new stuff that Portal was doing. So I was wondering, um, part of my, my method, I do the method method of, Twitter space preparation here where I don't prepare. So I figured <laughs> to make it fresh, really, actually. So I, I was hoping that you could kind of like walk us through, give us the, the, the sort of like capsule version of your presentation and kind of explain what Portal's doing now. And then we can kind of get into it. And Roslyn can, um, can ask her questions, her scathing, pointed questions. Absolutely. So we started off with a little demo of what Portal's about. Um, and for those of you that don't know, Portal is Urbit native social media. Uh, so we have a, a very familiar Twitter style feed. You can post, uh, give attachments, including links or um, apps, or groups inside of Urbit, what have you. Uh, you can reply to those posts, uh, attach images, um, you can discover apps and leave reviews on them. Their developers can gate downloads based on payments. And uh, we have a slew of other integrations like um, with PALS uh, and radio. So you, you can jump in and discover you know, all, the, all the great stuff that Urban has to offer. We also implemented tipping in ETH. Um, so you can you know, tip anyone in Portal who uploads their ETH address. Um, and yeah, basically we just gave a background uh, there. So that's generally what Portal's about. Um, and that's kind of where Portal is now, right? That's like the, the, the current state of Portal. Is that correct? As of uh, Friday morning. And then we, we released some, some sexy new features that I can, I can allude to. Very um, nice. Yes, that's what I Basically, the, uh, the talk you know, went over uh, some of the problems with legacy social media, particularly that the incentives... Are, are misaligned. Uh, and essentially what it boils down to is you have uh, ad revenue models driving least common denominator style content 
and uh, optimizing for engagement above all else, which is uh, intrinsically unaligned with users uh, once you hit a certain limit. You know, doom scrolling, uh, the new thing, whether it's LK99 or uh, you know some other culture wars BS that you're getting sucked into. It's outrageous. Is, is LK99 the drug that I haven't heard of? What is that? Is it a... <laughs> That's the room temperature superconductors oh, that you must no. have been sleeping under a rock to miss. <laughs> I literally, I literally went on vacation for for a few weeks and I missed an entire you nailed it. You unre- nailed the timing. unreplicatable <laughs> science thing. <laughs> Great. They really took us for a ride there. Yeah, I think it was a sign up. They were they were distracting us from something else important happening in exactly. the news like, at that exactly. point in time. I don't, I don't know was, what it was. It was me being on vacation. They're like, shit, we got to keep these assholes uh, entertained. Exactly. So, um, so th- this is not an unknown problem. Uh, a ton of Web3 socials try to address this. Um, Mastodon, uh, Blue Sky, Farcaster, Lens Protocol... All these, you know, purport to address these problems, but unfortunately, and they do to a certain degree, right? Like Lens, you you put all the data on the blockchain, uh, and so you you have the shared state, which you know a variety of front ends can tie into and, and manipulate uh, freely, as opposed to having a monolithic front end that, that something like Twitter uh, owns. Um, uh, but the problem with with those structures is that uh, you're, you're still leaving the, the power in, in the hands of the few in that um, only those with the skills and resources to spin up one of these decentralized front ends for, for these protocols uh, are really capable of like altering the experience um, of, uh, of consuming that content. Uh-huh. And so you're still, there's still a massive bottleneck in terms of like how much experimentation uh, and freedom and latitude that you have and not only like what content you want to consume, but how you want to consume it. And so the key insight that we bring is that you can really democratize, you know, the, the kernel of that idea uh, by applying LLMs. Uh, I joke that, um, you know, we were staring long and hard at this problem and like any good Web3 project over the past 12 months, we decided that we would pivot to AI. So <laughs> exactly. A tried we, um, and true strategy. Exactly, exactly. But we, you know, we basically have this insight that you could, uh, and you know, this is not a crazy insight or anything, but you, you, LLMs just have this like massively useful, generalizable intelligence. You can give them procedures to execute um, and uh, different, for lack of a better, like weights and biases to optimize for. Um, mm-hmm. And you can basically encode all the functionality uh, that belies a, a social media algorithm uh, into a prompt. Um, and have it do all this on the fly and, and do your bidding. And so, um, you know, what we envision is in the same way that the content that we consume is transformed by uh, uh, user-generated content over the past 15 or so years, we think that user-generated algos uh, and mm. user-generated front-ends for content will radically transform, like, the modes and the, like, uh, experiences that you have with that content. And so that's sort of the core thesis, at, you know, driving uh, our vision of this open marketplace of feed algorithms uh, and, and, uh, and content experiences uh, that people can, can share, freely migrate between, uh, which is another critical piece that Urbit f- facilitates for us. Um, it, and the, the reason we're building on Urbit is because it, it provides us this nice substrate 
of uh, an existing federation uh, infrastructure um, that really offers opportunity and freedom of exit uh, mm. between these feeds. So, you know, if you're if you're trying to mar migrate between a couple of these feeds, it's like you know fairly clunky clunky to do on on the existing protocols. Um, and there's not much you can do with that data, even if you if you did. Uh, it, in those cases, you don't even own the data on your own node, right? You, you're basically yeah. putting it on these uh, an array of federated nodes. Uh, in Urbit, you can take it with you, store it on your own device, and then recontextualize it. So a couple of examples I gave uh, were being able to draft your latest blog post in Ngram, which is Holium's text editor, and then have a nice seamless pipeline to publish it into Portal uh, for the world mm. to see. Or yeah. if you had an LLM summarizing your work chat uh, in groups, you could have it uh, publish that summary onto Portal as an investor update uh, or as marketing copy. And so there's just so, so many, like, uh, uh, the final piece here is being able to pull, like, how well does, does Twitter's algo know you? Like, how much, how much data that characterizes you as a person have yeah. you forked over to Twitter in your lifetime? It's yeah. a lot. Twitter knows exactly what I get outraged at. It knows what I laugh at. It knows uh, all my interests, what I write about, what my writing style is. And all of this data could live uh, next to all of your other data privately, securely on your orbit, given the right architecture. And this mm. is really crucial if you're able to use that data to personalize uh, an, an AI, an LLM, um, which could do a number of tasks for you. Um, and this is really critical because a, a frame that helped me understand Urbit was that uh, Web2 and SAS socialize, uh, sorry, centralizes data around the company. Whereas yeah. on Urbit and personal servers writ large, you can centralize data around the user, uh, which gives you these like data network effects and uh, like context that was normally reserved for only you know giant monopolies like Apple or Google. And yeah. so you, you train your personal AI on all of this data uh, and it knows it has the context to make really intelligent decisions for you, whether it's, you know, scheduling uh, or writing copy for you in, in your style or, uh, you know, communicating on, on your behalf instead of, of groups or, or what have you. And so, you know, all of this together makes Urbit the, the perfect place for us to build it. So that's a really long winded way of saying Portal is a, is a self-sovereign social network. Uh, that has an open marketplace of feed algorithm. Um, yeah, and, yeah, it's all in Urban. No, that's good. So, okay, so like, let me um, let me ask, get, let me restate that and see if I understood it. Does that sound sound good? Yeah. So, something that I think is an important point, and I just want to make sure I, I, I understood, is that like you know, let's imagine you have uh, Twitter or X or whatever, whatever it's called now. She, it's not even pronounced X, whatever. It's um, it it has like a unit of content, which is the the tweet, the post, and then on a very sort of high level, what you're calling the algorithm is both the feed, which basically just comes down to like how it's how that how that um, how those posts are sorted right for you. Um, and and that feed is actually just created by the X corporation, right? And it's and it's done for for kind of the priorities of the X corporation, like and then that's may or may not be your priorities, right? And so um, 
really what you're kind of, if I understand correctly, is what we're saying is that, okay, well, actually there's another kind of, it's almost like the feed is content, if that makes sense. Like It's like actually we can not only have content itself, but we have the method by which that content is sorted, displayed, discovered, and stuff like that. And that can be uh, shareable, uh, sellable. I mean, you said an open market. I'm not sure if you'd have like basically paid versions of this um uh is that is that the kind of kind of the idea at a high level and then the llm stuff just kind of enables that so that making one of those new algorithms doesn't require you to like open up a text editor and you know like uh go hacker uh style you can just sort of like um tell it in in natural language what kind of a feed you'd like does that is that kind of capture what you're what you're talking about here yeah totally um and you know to relate this to the user-generated content analogy, um, user-generated content was really radical because for the first time, like users could address their own needs. You know, they would they would group up, they would posse up, and they would be generating content that was you know closest to to what they were interested in. So they were like solving their own problems. Um, yeah, and that, that that the distance between like the solver of the problem and the haver of the problem just went to zero. Um, And so we we imagine a similar dynamic playing out here. But you bring up another really interesting uh, thing that I want to drive home, um, which is that like the algo is a a form of content in itself. Um, And this ties back to to something I was uh, alluding to in the talk, which is that not not only do we see that like the, the type of content that you see can be uh, totally manipulated by the the algorithm, but also like the form of which that content takes. So, mm-hmm. the elementary example that we showed in the demo was being able to filter uh, by by links. It said, "Show me everything that has a link in it," and suddenly we turn Portal into like a, a link aggregator. Yeah. Uh, if if, <laughs> if you do that, um, uh, another one is, is is sort of more relatable, and, and this you know harkens back to what Elon's doing with with X here. Um, which is you remove the 140 character limit on tweets mm-hmm. and suddenly yeah. you have, uh, you know, substack functionality built in. You remove yeah. the five minute uh, video limit and suddenly you have YouTube functionality all baked in uh, and, and then like, ag- you know, built into this highly dense, highly social feed uh, where like just the information flow is, is incredible. So like those are ways in which like these artificial boundaries that we put on the forms of content that we, we consume uh, can just be completely and, and like totally manipulated at will by something like an LLM, uh, you know, in the hands of a user. So to, to extrapolate this, um, you could imagine turning Portal into an audio native experience. And so you, you deep fake every thread mm-hmm. using yeah. a, a user's voice. So you, yeah. you, know, you have my thread and your thread, you know, written, read in my voice. Um, and then you, you take like the best thread and you turn it into this mini podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then you can like, you know, go through the podcast or, uh, you know, more pie in the sky here, but you can imagine just asking your personal LLM, Hey, read me the news today in, in, you know, classic her style. And yeah. it would tell you, like a friend would, hey, did you see, you know, the, the latest Elon tweet or LKNN or whatever? And you can just conversate with your feed instead of having it be this, you know, dis- discretized 
kind of thing. So we think like these are like obviously, you know, fanciful ex examples here, but um, like really all of that gets opened up when you uh, start to like dissolve the, uh, the, you know, preconceived notions of what uh, social media and content experience needs to look like. And, and, and bringing the AI as close as possible to that content and being able to manipulate it from a user's perspective is, uh, is sort of our North Star. So, so, so if I, so what's interesting is that, you know, like, um, tuning an algorithm, like let's even say you're trying, you're trying to do a good job. Right. I mean, and I, like, for example, like I think there's like, I love the YouTube, um, music recommendation algorithm. I think it's actually really good. I've actually discovered a lot of stuff. I love YouTube music. From it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like a, it's actually, it's, it's, I'll never it's go best, back to Spotify. Exactly. It's a radio station. So like I'm down some weird like Japanese you know like um, uh, surf rock hole you know and it's actually quite good so but so there are good recommendation algorithms which is probably like the counter the steel man right on the part of these big companies is they're trying to make a good recommendation algorithm but it's actually very hard to do and so um, what's interesting is that like and of course imagine you're trying to do it in a Sorry, uh, what I, I get my imperative and fun, whatever, whatever you're trying to do it like piece by. You're trying to walk a computer how to through the process of how you should like recommend a YouTube video based on user history, right? <laughs> That's hard to do, and so it's interesting that you, you think that. So, if I understand correctly, like one of the things that you get from a large language model is the ability, presumably, to kind of like just describe the algorithm you want. The recommendation algorithm you want, and that you get it. Is that is that correct? Yeah, um, there's a ton of research that we're you know still doing here. Uh, if you can call it, re if you can call <laughs> smashing command into the exactly. chat GPT uh, text box research, fucking around <laughs> and finding out exactly. It's yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, there's there's this ton of you know work to be done to pro be proved out here. Like obviously, you know, the biggest thing in our minds uh, is. You know, there there have been millions and millions of dollars, and you know, like so so many engineering man hours put into fine tuning bespoke machine learning models at these large social media companies to optimize, like perfect the the content that you see, uh, such that you're you're highly engaged and you're getting your dopamine centers hijacked and. Um, yeah, and that you're coming it's back. Easy. It's not easy. Pretty. And so <laughs> the bar is very high. The you know the the, the quality that users are going to expect uh, from a feed like this, uh, you know, coming from something like Twitter, uh, not only in terms of density, uh, but in terms of like you know, uh, and a, a, a finely tuned you know feed algorithm is going to be quite high. Um, yeah. But we, uh, I'm I'm very optimistic, not only with like the initial results that we've seen uh, of basically being able to uh, proceduralize uh, all the steps and all the interests that a user might have, um, and then turning that into uh, a, a command set for, for the LLM to take and then score uh, different feed posts with, um, but also just like riding the, the tailwind of the improvements in these models, uh, which we see just like getting, getting you know, way faster, way smaller, way better, uh, and, and you know, and, and it's only been like a year since uh, the the ChatGPT moment really happened. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there, there's plenty of like kinks to be worked out, but um, we're quite confident that you can do 
a, a lot of different things like muting or expressing interest in certain uh, things, but not others. And then, you know, of course, like automatically ingesting all of the metadata that you want uh, to be available to your algorithm, like your likes, your what you comment on, who your mutuals are, all of these things uh, helping to, to inform uh, the feed post. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So, so, so I guess my, whenever you're starting a social network, right, it's like the hard part, really the hardest part is bootstrapping the initial content, right? Um, like where does that information, where does that stuff come from? And so there's always like these stories of heroic early Reddit, you know, employees just effort posting into the night so that r slash cats became the best cat subreddit on, you know, whatever chat cat forum. Mm -hmm. uh, on the planet. So what are your thoughts on that? Like how, like how, how do you bootstrap this content? Like how do you, how do you make sure that, that feed is, is full? Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. This is a, a big question. Potentially, you know, the biggest question for any social network. Um, we, we've spent long and hard about this. We, um, you know, we initially uh, sort of the evolution of a portals product vision uh, is a funny uh, meandering path. Uh, we started out as uh, a grant uh, for an app store, uh, an urban native app store. And uh, the, this was Dilride Mopreg Yuri, uh, my co-founder, who, who initially you know, started this up and had that uh, insight. Uh, and we, we quickly realized, you know, as we were trying to improve discovery on Urbit and turn this thing into a viable uh, venture scale business, that we, we quickly had to look outside of urban. And so we had yeah. this, this sort of crisis when we said, oh my God, there's not way, not enough content on urban and we need to, to go elsewhere um, to find it. Um, and so we had been playing with an integration with Farcaster and Blue Sky. You know, we, we spun up, uh, you know, clients uh, sort of manipulating the data and then, um, you know, toying with it with our, with our AI algorithms. Um, but, you know, the more we, we sort of played that vision out, uh, we thought that, um, you know, connecting to those networks and uh, sort of bolting on Urbit felt um, a little haphazard and like it was going to generate a, a lot of complexity very rapidly. Yeah, that's so, the problem. Uh, it, yeah, and we had, you know, re we remembered that we had this gold mine of content in group talk and this, you know, wonderfully... Uh, schizophrenic urbit community full of like really unique people that are, are all it, there's a great filter to get into urbit and so the cohesion um, and the like just the vibrancy of, of the of the groups in urbit uh, is really something special and something that we want to do. so for for implementation purposes and for you know a purity of like keeping everything inside of urbit and promoting all the great content inside of Urbit. Uh, currently, the plan for seeding portal with content is to uh, basically aggregate all the best content from inside of groups, mm -hmm. uh, allow people to basically like quote tweet it and and pull it into the global nice. feed, yeah. as well as do a, a chronicle or a heed style aggregation, yeah. uh, a bird's eye view, um, and then use that to to seed portal with enough content. To, to Interesting, yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a good, I mean, I think that's ultimately the best way, right? I mean, because that's kind of what, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of what these big ones did initially, 
right? They just like you got to effort post it into existence, um, and you know, so it's kind of like it's it's a lindy way to do it. Um, but I think it's it's funny because I've been talking. Maybe you've heard this story before, Brady, but these fine folks maybe haven't heard this. It's like, or this point of view, but it's almost like Urbit, the people that are on Urbit, um, it's a very unique group of people in that if you have something that comes out that's like at all Urbit related, you'll immediately have like several hundred users that are going to give you good yeah. feedback that are going to, you know, and it's like having several hundred like hot, intelligent, insightful alpha mm-hmm. users is something that no, nobody has. <laughs> it's like, it's basically, so it's one of these things where it's like, if you think about Urbit, the Urbit community kind of as the, as the kind of like um, test bed in a lot of ways and as the kind of kindling for the fire in some ways um, and find different ways to, to let it provide leverage. Um, I'm thinking specifically about some of the stuff that Tuan has done about, and, and I think that you, you guys are even in a position to do a better job of, of like, you know, you get all this good content going on Urbit and then make it easy to share that out onto the clear web and kind of cycle people in and, you know, essentially use it as catnip to get people uh, onto Urbit. Um, totally. It's like, uh, I think there, there's, yeah, there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. Yeah. For far too long, Urban has been this, uh, the secret garden that uh, has a high barrier to entry um, that is a black box and you can't really see what's going on inside. And this has had many wonderful externalities, right? Like the, the Urban community is, is very strong. Um, it, it is nice to feel like you're in this like secret club um, and that everything you do here is like, you know, tucked away from the world and, and that you're part of this, you know, elite secret society that, that really understands the, the problems of the, of the current, <laughs> yeah. of current web dev and, uh, and like has the answers. Uh, um, and all that's wonderful. Um, and I, I think like, you know, that will continue to be, um, but it is existential for Urbit's survival that we be aggressively um, it, putting on display all the wonderful uh, things that Urbiters have going on, including, you know, the content that they're generating inside of public groups. Um, and so, you know, Portal, Portal see, like, sees ourselves as, as fitting in really nicely to be able to be this uh, portal, for lack of a better term, between the two internets here uh, and, and being able to, to, you know, let people peer inside and, and see what's going on in Urban and then, you know, find a a really tangible hook to uh, to pull them in. Well, yeah, I mean that Roslyn has been talking about um, a food blog where she uh, reviews various Applebee's uh, and Cracker Barrels across <laughs> America. So I think maybe this is a good opportunity for you, Roslyn. Totally, Thanks. totally. Um, yeah, you'll, ha- you'll have for to compete with uh, my genius idea. <laughs> secrets out. Yeah, if anyone else was was yeah. wondering. Whether to strike out the venture, you have you have some stiff competition. I was going to say you'll have to you have to compete with Pendit Timoth, uh, Christian from Terrell, his uh, his Italian BLT sandwich blog uh, oh. <laughs> on Studio, which uh, Actually, which is still um, going strong. So, well, 
Christian and I, you know, we have a lot in common. We're buds. I think I think we're gonna have to um, combine joint forces. Healthy rivalry. Maybe so. Yeah, healthy rivalry. It's actually um, Poldex obviously lying, but I do have a blog about Juan, which I will be making public soon. Where so are you? Are you for real? Peels. Yeah. About what? How did I know that? Flan. Flan. It's called Flan Blog. <laughs> Um, but actually, I did. I wanted plon, to say something, plon. which is it's plon plon. Um, I I think this is really um, obviously so interesting and so needed because truly, like, there's even if you've been like kicking around the urban ecosystem for a while, like it's just it takes so much effort. Like you can't possibly. There's so much good stuff that kind of gets lost in the void. I think. Um, and so this is. I'm I'm excited to see uh, where all this goes. I think you know I myself find. Um, sort of drawing the good stuff out to be really effortful sometimes, even though, you know, I've been around for a little while. Um, so uh, this is really interesting and exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I mean, we, we've experienced all those problems ourselves. Um, r- real difficulty. <laughs> you know, the pitch early on was like, um, so you join Urban and then you're like, okay, well, what, what the fuck do I do now? You're, you're in Grid. <laughs> And you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Bitcoin app doesn't seem to work. Uh, talk is completely empty. <laughs> oh, it says there's groups, but there's no groups in here. And you have to join a group to find other groups, but you can't join the group till you know where that group is. And it's just this whole smorgasbord of like, you know, discovery problems layered on. You're saying that's bad. You're saying that's bad UX is what you're saying. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, and, and we think like the, the fact that we pulled in like app store functionality into uh, a social media experience is, is sort of a microcosm of, of a broader principle, which is that, again, the, the lines between all these uh, different products that we think are these nice, neat boxes in Web2 are potentially, and I would argue, like, probably um, resulting from competitive dynamics and, um, like, uh, in- engineering difficulties yeah. uh, and a lot of things that are, that are like, are being reworked inside of Urban. And uh, I, I think there's a lot of potential in, like, consolidation um, and, and the composability of a lot of those tools uh, in a, which Urbit like you know facilitates really well. So like, I mean, I find most of the most of the new apps or products that I try out, I'm discovering them on Twitter. Um, it's just yeah. where I find that really you know high trust people are recommending the latest cool thing that's relevant to me, and so it makes perfect sense to like pull in app store functionality or, or e-commerce functionality right into the feed right where you are already doing the browsing and doing the discovery um, and just like reducing the, the friction to be able to, um, you know, go from, uh, you know, the discovery tool to, to the actual uh, new content you want to find. Yeah. And I think on that note, I mean, I think it's really good that we, you know, um, you, you, your generation, the, the new generation like, is better in some ways right. than us urban old heads right in that like we were like kind of came in with this narrative i'm like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna 
go cockroach style on Urbit and like leave, you know, just sort of like um, <laughs> ignore Twitter, ignore this stuff. And, but I think it's like, there are clearly things that are good and are working, you know, in all of these other products. And it's not all, you know, you're not, you don't have to take it all or, or, um, but you also shouldn't throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know? And I was thinking about this because like my wife apparently um, gets all of her, advertise i mean gets all of her clothing just like off of instagram you know it's like instagram yeah. ads and like the 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 um integrated store functionality is just like actually works right it's one of those things where it just seems like it's an actually very good product and so it's like that's and that's kind of what you're saying right i mean you we could do that. i mean we probably won't be selling you know like weird you know bras made out of bamboo fibers or anything but it's like you know you maybe they will i don't know but it's like we can buy stuff right off of portal conceivably. Right. So we, we have that kind of integration. We can do learn from the lessons of these existing um, platforms and apps. Totally. Yeah. And, and you know, this is, uh, this is bringing us back to like a, a broader point, which is that we're somewhat unopinionated about like what your algorithm, what your experience consuming this content should look like. Uh, again, we, we want to provide the tools for people to do like massive distributed experimentation in, yeah. in how we generate those things and, and do it on their own such that um, you know, we're, we're, you know, applying the scientific method and we're, you know, being humble about like the fact that it's not the end of history. This is not the final evolution of content uh, and rather like, you know, allowing people um, to, to take it and run with it and, and you know. Who, know, who knows all the, you know, wonderful uh, modes of, of content consumption that exist out there? Maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe you want to go, like, full TikTok, like, seizure mode and have, like, a split screen with, with three different <laughs> videos playing at the same time. Maybe, maybe don't. Maybe you want to talk to your AI about your day. Um, so for, for we're not opinionated, with, but we, well, we want to help you get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... But I mean, that's actually a really good point. What I was going to say is that like um, there's, there does seem to be something happening in the broader like web to let's call it social media user generated content, you know, industry in that it feels like it's stagnating in a lot of ways. Like, I mean, I think, you know, X, I think, is doing some interesting stuff, but it's almost like mostly in cannibalizing other formats um, so it's sort of like you have Substack trying to do a Twitter clone, you have Facebook, it's a, it's, and then you vice versa. And, um, so it's sort of like everyone, it's kind of like, it's, there's probably some sort of military analogy, right? Where like, everyone's trying to kind of like, just be the every, everyone wants to be everything because they kind of feel like there's no other, there's no other like modalities to be found, if that makes sense. And so it's sort of like. It's, it feels like a time of weakness, basically, to me. It seems yeah. like there's just sort of like, it's kind of exhausted. And so I think that's actually a huge opportunity for, I mean, for Portal and for other Urbit companies to kind of, you know, introduce a different, something new, something different, something like that's not just, you know, hey, it's Substack, but on Twitter, or it's Twitter, but on Substack, or it's like email, but in the, it's like, um, yeah, potentially there's, there's a lot that we haven't discovered, for sure. Yeah, I was I was talking to Jake Brookman over at CoinFund the other day, and um, yeah, I, I brought this up. I was like, you know, should we should we be worried about about Twitter here? Um, you know, coming in and 
implementing this idea at scale and, and just like totally disintermediating. Maybe I don't want to, you know, speak too loudly uh, no, no. <laughs> on, on this app. Hold on, but, for um, Hold on for a second. This, you're going to hear this. You're going to hear the... Uh, <laughs> Perfect. That'll 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 jam the scanner. <laughs> exactly. Elon won't be able to hear us. Um, but but basically, uh, like his, his take, uh, which which I find, um, you know, to to be to be pretty accurate, is that like these companies, X in particular, have so much leverage to make very sensible, um, like safe decisions. Um, in terms of consolidating uh, all this functionality into into single apps, they don't uh, they don't need to to be nearly as adventurous as we do in terms of um, you know trying to offer this really really novel functionality and, and just like carve carve out a, a just a new category um, of of site where where you're you know you know choosing your own adventure uh, with content. So yeah, bottom line is that. Um, the, you know, they have a lot of rent seeking to do. Uh, still. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It, uh, it's actually really wonderful to see, uh, you know, Instagram and YouTube adding um, new subscriber monetization functionality. Um, it, it seems like the, those companies are feeling the pressure from Elon. Um, but in general, I think they're just uh, too sclerotic to uh, to really venture out and, and try something new. Um, and so that's uh, that's where uh, you know. Some folks as uh, as um, adventurous as us are, are able to step in and 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 try to to disrupt that. Well, and I think and I think this is you guys are doing something where decentralization is not actually just a pure cost, which it is for a lot of things. It's actually much harder to develop things in a decentralized way generally. Um, but it's like right. I mean, one of the reasons that it takes this sort of NASA team to write. A recommendation algorithm has got it's got to use it's got to work for your entire user base. You know what I mean? And so it's like the just the sheer scale of the things that they have to do is is gargantuan. And so if you're putting that on, I mean, you're uh, the user somewhat, right? It's like it's decentralized. It's at the user level, and it can be different for each one. Then it's like in some ways the job is much easier. Because you just need to give people the tools to create that personalized feed. You don't have to decide on the perfect feed. And totally. that's and that's like a you know, that that's a thing where usually we think, I mean, I mean, as far as as long as I've been around, decentralization has just been a pure drag, like a philosophical good, but kind of like a technical drag. Mm -hmm. And I think this is an example where I think it's it's not actually. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great point. The um so this is like classic addressing of the long tail, right? Um, yeah. This is why Reddit works so well. It's because Reddit communities are able to self-organize, uh, set their own moderation policies, set their own reputation systems in terms of like, you know, what gets uploaded um, or, you know, what, what kind of reputation you need to post or, or what have you. Um, and we'll set aside the fact that like, you know, there are, there are 10 moderators that moderate like, most of the many thousands of subreddits out there. So yeah. they have you know, a bit of a, a centralization problem belying their purported decentralization. Um, but generally speaking, the, 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 uh, the communities there, uh, you know, do well to, to serve their own needs. And again, you know, they're the closest people to their wants and needs, and they're able to address those, uh, you know, 
rapidly with, with very little feedback required. So this is, you know, what we're trying to, uh, to reflect in our product where, um, you know, users and, and communities can team up and, uh, and hack together a feed that, that they themselves are able to iterate very rapidly with, um, and, and use to, to, to serve, uh, their own needs, uh, as opposed to uh, having to wait around for, for us to serve them. Yeah. And so this just leads to just, you know, an ever, uh, increasing efficacy and accuracy of, of what people are, are looking for out of this product and what it can give to them. Um, and it, and it means that like, you know, people that normally wouldn't use Twitter because it sucks them in and they get depressed or uh, it puts them down rabbit holes that they don't want to be in, or they want a calmer experience, and on and on and on. All these gripes that you know people who don't use these social media algorithms um, uh, now can can evaporate, and in their place, you can put new compelling experiences uh, that can draw like the the marginal user into uh, into using the app. So, yeah, I, I'm very excited to be like, be able to address like the long tail you know, niche interest that, that people are, are looking to do here. Very nice. Well, I only booked us for 45 minutes and I meant to ask for questions and I, I, I just did because I'm sort of like, there's probably an emoji appropriate for my moderation <laughs> skills. <laughs> but there's definitely but, uh, a sound that's relevant. To it. <laughs> Is it this one? Is it the dollar sign? Yeah. Uh, the, not quite the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but really, this has actually been this has been really, really cool, and I was uh, really happy to hear about all this stuff because I, like I said, I was uh, I was out the loop for reassembly. Yeah, <laughs> I was happy to see you there, man. But um, yeah. it sounds like it was a great time, though, and I, I think um, I encourage everybody here to go check out your um, are your talks up yet? Yes, um, you can find them on our Twitter. Uh, we pen them and. Um, yeah, so it's it's about a 20, 25 minute talk, and then I, I pinned the uh, the timestamp if you would just want to see the demo, and of course, uh, you know, jump into our bio where you can, you know, join, get hosted by Talon, and then uh, download our app um, on Urbit from the ship Warpit Build It. Beautiful. Uh, Beautiful. Yeah, but yeah, the, uh, I, I'll give a quick shout out to to Jay and the team um, from Tayson. They did a wonderful job. I, I posted this the other day, but it was such a, an intimate and like warm experience. And I think like the, the size of the venue and um, you know, the, the lineup of all the speakers was perfect. Um, but really just the urban community has so many people like all aligned all on the same page. Um, it, it really does attract a certain type and everyone was just very warm hearted, willing to sit down and uh, get into the nitty gritty with you and, and, and also like relax and, and have a good time. So it was really wonderful. I came away having made like actual friends that I want to see again, which is super rare. So um, thank you <laughs> for- the tech for, conference, it's, it's basically, it's a rarity for sure. Exactly, it was wonderful. Yeah, so thank you Jay and the team and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone else at Assembly come October. Yeah, absolutely. So for everybody who's listening that, uh, that hasn't, um, joined Urbit or either as a developer or just as a user, I encourage you all to either, you can always DM me. I'm constantly uh, fielding DMs for people wishing to get online. 
Um, or you could go to uh, urbit.org. Lots of information there about getting, especially if you're a developer. Developers.urbit.org has plenty of information about getting involved in the community because I think, as Brady said, it's like it is a very special experience. I mean, Urbit is a lot of things, but one of the things it is is a really great community of people that are passionate about the project and willing to help you out. So it's like, you know, we're really, really, it, after all we've said about it getting hard, it being hard to get to find, it's like actually people are very welcoming in my experience. Roslet might feel differently. I don't know. No, I actually don't. I, I think it's a beautiful community. It's a beautiful uh, thing. And, and everyone is not the same. So um, it's, uh, if you haven't found your people yet, they're out there. On, on Urbit, you mean? Or just in life? Yeah. Yes. Well, also that in life. Too. <laughs> yes. In life, I can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We only take You're responsibility on for, for, for Urbit. <laughs> okay. Well, it's been a real pleasure talking to you, Brady. And uh, thank you so much for your comments. And everybody here, I, I, I um, uh, recommend you follow up with Brady. And uh, if you have more questions or specific stuff about Portal, I'm sure he'd be happy to uh, help you out with that. Yeah, you guys know where to find me. All Thank right. you for that. This was super Thank fun. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Talk soon. Bye.